0: So let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful box. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica adobe is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nika Rustica from our house to Joyce.
1: Flavour Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smoke In Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. <laughs> A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B. And is there a word, Randy, for a room that's really, really hot? What would we call sauna. that? Sauna. So, can I be can I be Lot Sauna B? It's
2: toasty.
1: Yeah. It, Doesn't really I roll off the is. tongue. No, it's, no, it's kind of clunky. Uh, it's toasty. Up I'm, just, I'm just I'm s- I got
2: my sound figured out this week because I last week you guys made me turn off my air conditioner and you can't hear it this week. So, I'm I'm at 66 degrees right here in Lot B, and that's, that's why jealous. and that's that, that's why lot B, the original is lot B plus it's really like
1: lot A plus to be perfectly honest, but mm. um, yeah <laughs> it's well, we're, I'm, I'm definitely in lot B minus this week because it is toasty, but um we are uh we're here we got the second segment of season five Randy, season five, segment two, destination Dominicana baby we are. Yeah. I kinda of feel like I'm in the Dominican right now. Like it's hot. Mm. I'm sweating a little bit. It's uh I'm smoking a Dominican cigar, uh classic Dominican cigar. Uh it's it's feeling very Dominicanish in uh in, in Lot B minus, Randy, but uh it's it's a pleasure to see you. I think y- you look terrific today. I'm really glad that your your camera's working, and that your sound is working. We've been doing this for five friggin' years, and sometimes it just doesn't work. Sometimes it does. I love that. It's fantastic. Uh, anything else you have to say before we uh, before we really kick it off? It looks like you
2: got something to say. I'm glad to see you too, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I I, I I ruffled Randy's feathers over the last few days. I sent some pointed texts to the group and. Uh, Complained uh, very vocally about Randy's performance in general Um, And uh, it was uh, just not well received It was not well received Apparently sarcasm doesn't translate over text message so. So just so we're clear, Randy, with witnesses I think you're fantastic I think you're doing a great job And you smell terrific
2: Probably Those are all true facts I appreciate you acknowledging them on the air where uh, where we cite or have receipts, <laughs> as they say now. You know? Yeah, y- y- timestamp y- y- it, y- you wanna, boom. Y- you want to get me going. You know, there, there's another thing. You ever notice that, like, these, uh, that, that like, I, so I'm a big sports fan, and I've been watching, I watch a lot of ESPN, I watch a lot of different, uh, you know, sports content. But they like they change words or come up with new ways to say things, and then everyone starts using it like like overly using it, like it's too much, like trying to like it, it like uh, interject or introduce these new this new vocabulary, and I just don't understand it. But like like that's that's one of the new ones is like oh he has receipts, it's like it's just a way to reference that you remember things. Like, oh, he's got receipts because he remembers it. Okay, whatever. And then the other one that bothers me a lot is he won a chip. And they're using this for all sports. It's like, oh, yeah, the Avalanche just won a chip. Speaking of chips, I just had an ice cube explode out of my glass. Uh, anyhow, uh, so uh, I think we should start that. We should just, like, come up with a way to reference something that already exists, that there's already a word for, there's already known vernacular, and just come up with a new way to say something and just, like, start overly using it and see if it catches on. What do you think? I,
1: I'm, I'm into that. Uh, I don't. I don't know what chips are. Randy, uh, fetch is not I, gonna happen. I that one. <laughs> Stop
3: trying to make fetch happen. What, what do
2: you mean fetch? Now I gotta go back. Is that the 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 Cornelius Crane chase movie fetch?
3: You ever seen Mean Girls? Oh, I wouldn't. Jordan, I I Jordan
4: nobody what's... has seen Mean Girls. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, pretty that, popular. That... it's a pretty popular <laughs> reference. That. It's a
4: very popular reference among 16-year-old girls. Uh... <laughs> she, she
3: doesn't well, appear.
4: jordans he's just still working on his, his Snapchat account, so we'll, we'll give him that. He's got TikTok going.
3: 16-year-old girls when I was a
1: 16-year-old girl. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
4: And, Robbie,
2: if you can help us to move on. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't know how to even come back from this. Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I am your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B Minus out here in sweltering California, Randy. It's a pleasure to see you again. If you guys are watching. Go ahead, hit that share button now that we got that crap out of the way, and we will get rocking with the show, boys. I'm, I mean, should I even send it back to Colorado and see how you guys are doing? I, I don't I, Let's no more mention of sixteen-year-old girls, so we can move forward. How does we, that sound?
4: We we are ready to learn tonight from you two boys. We're gonna we're gonna learn a lot. I feel like, but I, I I almost feel like, guys, that I wished I was in the competition tonight. I know I'm not, but I feel like tonight, I put so much thought into my pairing. I feel like if I were in the competition, I would win tonight. But I'm not gonna tell you what I, I've got yet. But I'm just oh, saying that's God. how good I feel. Wow. That's how good I feel about my pairing tonight.
3: I have a good pairing, possibly
4: too. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this
2: is the Destination Dominicana. We are, uh, as Robbie said, uh, in the second segment of season five. And again, I just wanted to remind everybody as we go through, uh, and we we have several segments that'll fall under this kind of uh, uh, explanation as we go through this season is that all the cigars that we're smoking are not necessarily even from the Dominican. They're not Dominican puros necessarily. We didn't want to like limit ourselves. We wanted to have cigars that were very representative of Dominican flavor. Um, And so uh, now that being said, the cigar we're starting with tonight actually is um, as Dominican as they come um, from uh, a brand, Hugely known for their factories in, in the Dominican Republic in Davidoff. We are smoking the Davidoff Grand Crew. Uh, I have here in my hands, and I think all four of us are smoking the number two tonight, which is a 5 and 3 8 by 44 uh, ring gauge. Love this little cigar. Um, smokes super easy, pretty fast, so, uh, we better talk fast tonight because uh, these things are going to go on us, Eric. Ooh,
4: ooh, ooh I'm excited. Um, yeah. I just put up a poll, Randy, real okay. quick. Um, here comes uh, Robbie back. But I put up a poll real quick just to find out. out uh, on This is a YouTube poll, by the way. Out of yep. these four countries, what is your favorite mm. country of origin for a cigar? And since I couldn't put five, um, the uh, YouTube one, let me put, put four. So I put, uh, the, the choices are the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Honduras, or Cuba. So we'll see, um, where I, I just really want to find out where the DR rates amongst our viewers. Um, and so we'll see how that, uh, that poll goes. But for me, for me, the DR is, oh man, I mean, Nicaragua is my favorite. Uh, after that, it's kind of a toss up between the DR. Uh, I'd say the DR is next then Honduras, um, Cuba comes in last on that for me, but that's just me. What about you, Randy?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm probably right where where you're at uh Nicaragua and then uh DR, then Honduras, then Cuba. Yeah, yeah I'm 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 in the same order if we were going to put um if we were going to put American cigars in there. Yeah,
4: that was the one that okay. I wanted to put, but I I didn't have the option. Yeah,
2: I I'd, I'd be
4: torn. I'd probably
2: I'm probably I'd like go Costa Rica in America. Really? Costa oh, Rica. Rica, wow.
4: There's just so wow. few, you
2: know. So few, that's that's what I was going to say. That, like, there's a handful there's of Costa There's so few American cigars. What are you guys talking like, about? Yeah, that's it's, true. There's
3: just as many Costa Rican yeah. cigars no, as there
2: that are Americans. That's true. American that's probably true. But we'll... America. I look for... America exactly just just for the sake of being america it's coming in third on my list um but uh but yeah we'll 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 talk a a little bit about uh some of the differences in the uh, flavor profiles of those uh origin countries and uh the tobaccos and the brands that 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 come from each one of them but robbie why don't you kick us off and tell us what you're pairing today
1: i will thank you for picking up uh, the slack there randy i uh It's just too damn hot in Lot B, my so damn hot, Um, (laughs) and uh, the the internet is uh, not cooperating. So uh, I'll do the best I can while I'm here. Hopefully, it's uh, we'll be here for the rest of the show. I went to since I knew that this was Randy. This is like your favorite cigar, right? Like at least this is your favorite cigar right now. You seem to be smoking my go-to right now. Yeah, you won't shut up about it. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of uh, Randy uh, in in in. Uh, so to to Robbie's <laughs> point,
0: uh, it, it, point, it has been a, point. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, well said, Robbie.
2: Um, so I have been smoking uh, this cigar. Qui- qui- so, so
4: <laughs> hold, hold, can you guys hear me at all? You, you, can you hear me? You you, you you're only in in and out. Just, I don't know uh, what's going on. Now you're back. Now
1: you're back. There you go. There it's 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 really it's terrible. There's 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 absolutely nothing I can do. Uh, it's 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 because I was making fun of Randy's audio and video that's earlier. Right. That's right. The, uh, see, intro, see which is it's I saw I saw a bumper sticker
2: recently it says I saw that signed karma. See? See how that happened? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but that's uh we don't want to lose it's, you it's so a let's a rough keep go. try and, Yeah.
4: Robbie, let's you know, you know going. you know what we do here when it's yeah, hot in the so studio? Look what we do in the when it's hot in the studio. We put these giant in uh, our pants. Giant ice <laughs> We put these yeah. we put these giant ice tampons under the computer and it works amazing. Something to think about. So weird.
1: <laughs> I will get some ice tampons right after the show. Um I, Randy, how do you feel about ice ponds? Uh, I um, I ice-
4: Oh, Robbie's, Robbie's Robbie, <laughs> Robbie could be out. We might have to go without him, Jordan. Is that yeah, uh, yeah. This,
2: this, is, this is not working uh, so far. <laughs> we'll give uh, Robbie a, a chance to maybe uh, reset and, and try, give it another try. But I'm going to go ahead and jump into what my pairing is. Yes, um, let's do it. Yes. So I wanted to do something. You know, you, you know over the last few weeks, we've talked a lot about uh, um, comfort zone and getting the um, – Getting pairings that aren't necessarily these perfect pairings, and so I wanted, to, I wanted to try something a little bit off the beaten path, not like the first most obvious thing that I you was ever cut pair a with line this. without a board. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> oh,
3: that and looks way, just way too hard to do.
2: Jordan's magic show. <laughs> uh, I am, uh, I am pairing with none other than the Beggars Banquet. This is a cocktail that we oh. drank, uh, 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 I think, two seasons ago. Uh, it was kind of a refreshing and exciting um, kind of aha moment for all of us. We all all, all really enjoyed it, if I remember correctly. This um, I got the recipe off of liquor.com. This is three quarters of an ounce of maple syrup, two ounces of bourbon, uh, uh, half an ounce of lemon juice, and five ounces of a light lager. I went with Corona uh, on, on this version. I've done... Uh, uh, Obviously the banquet of beers makes the most sense in my mind just based on the name. Randy, but, uh, Randy, uh cr-
4: real quick just go right through those ingredients one more time for me. Maple syrup? Okay. You want quantities too? No, 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 just just maple syrup, bourbon, lemon, lager. Okay, I, I, I couldn't hear that if it was bourbon or rum or what. So just focused on me. Yeah. So it's like a, everyone else it's, it's a Jordan's the lime bay over there. Um That's a, that's a, that's an interesting choice, Randy. I want to be, I'm going to be interested to see how that goes with the bourbon, uh, with a bourbon cocktail. Um, and I do remember liking that drink.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember it kind of surprised all of us, you know, just the idea of of bourbon and beer kind of struck me as odd. I really enjoyed the idea of the uh, maple syrup, um, Again, you know, Robbie, uh, if he ever comes back, he he was going off of um, the Davidoff website. Actually, uh, recommends a um, a Pinot Noir or a uh, uh, um, Bordeaux, a Bordeaux style wine, um, and so I know Robbie had a Bordeaux red blend that he was going to do with it. Be honest, I was I was concerned that that would overpower uh, this cigar. I'll talk a little bit more about why I like this one so much, Eric. Okay. But like, uh, even though I think it's one of the more flavorful white labels, it's still a mild Dominican cigar. And so uh, I'm hoping that, that this pairing will allow the cigar to, to shine and maybe some some of those, uh, that maple syrup will bring out some characteristics that I wasn't picking up otherwise.
4: All right. Uh, maybe maybe just God intervened in the show because he wanted me to be in the running. I don't know what it is. but um, So what I'm doing, uh, uh-huh. Randy and viewers, is... A daiquiri, right? But not not your regular daiquiri. This is an old school daiquiri. Uh, people, I think most people are used to, you know, you get the, the, the slushy kind of daiquiri uh, at the bar or maybe especially like at a pool or a beach or something like that. And those are good. I like those actually. But um, a old school daiquiri is really, really good and it's super simple. And if you've never tried making one of these, I really recommend you do it because it is really delicious All it is is rum lime fresh lime juice and simple syrup that's it boom yeah so very very simple and really good because it has the sweetness from the rum uh you do you definitely do need this some people might say well isn't the rum sweet enough um and not to add the simple syrup but it, it isn't quite sweet enough so adding that simple syrup does sort of bring it all together um but this uh it has the a little bit of the spice from the rum a little bit of the citrus from the lime, and then that sweetness um, making it really refreshing. Uh, there's no ice in it, it's cold, You know, you, when you shake it up in a shaker, and then you pour it out without the ice. So you're, you're getting kind of a, a syrupy, yet refreshing take on a daiquiri, and uh, I'm excited about it. Jordan, what do you got?
3: Oh, so you just witnessed me make before your eyes uh, dark and stormy cut the limes Ooh. without a cutting board very impressive <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm just going with uh florida Canya rum okay. uh we're going with fever tree ginger beer and a, a squeeze of lime that's not like it's not a, it's not mule status lime where it's actually a measured ingredient in the drinks and that uh, that's it
4: nice hey real quick studio audience we got uh matt and scott uh boys I made you guys the daiquiri. Um, quick thoughts on it. What do you think?
1: Uh, right now, it is very sweet. Mm,
4: OK, a little too sweet maybe yes, for you? I,
1: I had to actually put a little ice in it just to get it to water down and thin it
0: out a little All bit.
4: Right. It
1: was a little too syrupy for me right now.
4: A little syrupy? OK, Matt, what would you think?
3: Ours was pretty warm, so I added ice initially. Okay. All right. And then it was sweet, but then I forgot that you were making daiquiri. So when you said it was a daiquiri, now I'm like, my mind switched. And I really am enjoying it.
4: Yeah, you do think of uh, daiquiri as being uh, on the yeah, sweet side. Sweeter, yeah. uh, on the sweet side. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll end up being too sweet. We'll see. That's the whole point of the show is finding out how these things go together. Now, Randy, you picked this yes. cigar uh, for the, did. the the uh, the Dominican experiment, or what are we calling it? The, the Destination Dominicana. Destination Dominicana. All right, so this yeah. is going to be exciting, I think. Um, I mean, I think, Randy, the— the obvious choice, right, is like mojito, but that's like so for like too obvious, right? I wanted to kinda of like mm. expand out. I think we all kind of expanded out uh, just enough. I mean, not too far, not too crazy, but you know, out of the realm of just the standards, you know, mojito that I think most people might think to pair with this particular cigar.
2: Yeah, no, I think it's uh I, I, I think it's interesting. You and I kind of went in a similar direction a little bit. Um and I and I was was curious because um uh, Jordan said just Florida Kanye can I assume that that's Florida Kanye clear?
3: Not clear. It's a uh, seven year.
2: No. Okay. It is so, so. It is the barrel
1: age. It's the brown. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's see how Robbie's doing. Is he back? Hey boys. There he is. Hey buddy. Hey, can Robbie? you see me? Can you hear me? We love you. I I, I love <laughs> you guys too. Yes, we can. Uh, so I am. I'm hardwired now. Oh, and much better. I did put a cold pack uh, in the general vicinity of my laptop because when I touched my laptop, like it singed my fingers. <laughs> uh, there's, there was, a, it was like the uh, the uh, the gateway to hell at the uh, on the, the on the laptop here. But I think I think I feel better. Like it looks good. I feel yeah. good. Feeling strong now that I've made this episode half an hour longer. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm back, Randy. What are you drinking?
2: Yeah, so I, I um, so we just went through all of our parents, um, and I am drinking the Beggar's Banquet. If you recall from a uh, previous uh, episode, when, do. We, when we tried this one, it is maple syrup, uh, lime. I'm sorry, lemon juice, bourbon, and beer. Um, and the guys have gone through theirs. Uh, um, dark and stormy for
1: jordan and oh, a nice. daiquiri for eric uh so what like you tell us what you're pairing with all right i uh so as i said this this before i got uh unceremoniously kicked out of here um this particular cigar has randy's fingerprints all over it grand crew number two we're good friends at davidoff um i've smoked it before but it's been a while so i went to the uh the, da- the Davidoff website. <clears throat> Reading through this, Davidoff Grand Cru cigars with their body or with their bold spice and peppery notes uh, pair exceptionally well with Bordeaux wines with flavorful tannins. So, uh, given that I have uh, also switched to the wine industry, Randy, I've been uh, doing some studying on different wines in different regions, so this was a little bit of fun for me to go and pick uh, a Bordeaux wine to pair with this particular cigar. I am drinking... A, I, I think this—I believe this is called triangles because there's like triangles on the front here, uh, and it is <laughs> from a winery called Les Têtes, which I will try not to giggle every time I say it. Uh, it is a 2019 <laughs> Bordeaux uh, Superior AOC. Um, Randy, just a little bit on Bordeaux wines um, come from France, and there's the—they're kind of famous for the Left Bank and the Right Bank. We'll—we'll we'll just. Real quick primer here. Left bank is going to be Cabernet Sauvignon dominant. Uh, there's different reasons for that. That's a very uh, rocky soil, um, so there's good drainage. Uh, the, the, uh, the roots don't get uh, – there's no mold, no sog, that kind of thing. Uh, there's also – the rocks in the soil kind of build up that heat during the day, and they keep the, the roots and the plants warm throughout the evening. Uh, that's more on the, cab, uh, on the Cabernet side. The right bank is um, a very temperate climate, and that is more Merlot-based. And that's what I'm drinking is uh, this uh, Bordeaux Superior AOC uh, from uh, from the Right Bank. It is uh, kind of uh, it's more Mer- merlot, merlot prominent. It is a blend. I can't find the exact blend breakdown here. Uh, they had it at the store that I bought it from, uh, but I don't see it here. Wait, I so is it a name. red? It's a red yes. wine. Yes. All the ones yeah, I'm seeing are white. Okay. Well, there there are white Bordeaux uh, Bordeaux blends as well. Um, but we're just going to focus on the reds. Uh, this is, uh, it's well, definitely more.
2: Predominantly it's known for. for oh, the I know, reds but John Cabernet. When he said, when he said the when AOC,
1: when he said
3: this AOC Superior, they're all coming up as white, so that's what I asked. Hmm. So that's kind of
1: a classification of like the mm-hmm. quality of the wine. I mean, we'll paint this with really broad strokes, Randy. Like, I mean, I'm sure you know this stuff um, with the Cabernet Sauvignon, or the, with the, the Left Bank stuff. Uh, Grand Cru is one of the designations that a uh, Chateau can get for having. Um, I don't really know what they're based on, I, and I can't speak too intelligently on it, but it's really just kind of a classification. If you see Grand Cru on the label, you think it's going to be a better wine than, uh, than it necessarily is. And you could speak into it, I'm sure, Randy. I'm painting with really broad strokes here. And there's different yeah, classifications. No, no, no. I, and it's, It has to do with how, I mean, how long they've been around, et cetera, et cetera. It's more of a reputation thing. Um, and having the uh, the cigar called Grand Cru, and then they referenced uh, uh, Bordeaux wines, I figured it would be a fun pairing. Uh, as I said, the Superior AOC, that's more of a right bank designation. And again, you see that you just expect it to be a slightly better wine than something that doesn't have that on the label. For reference, this was like a $20 bottle. So not super expensive, um, but uh, very, very tasty. Um, and I'm uh, just kind of working my way through it. As you can see, very dark... Um, kind of a plum type color very nice nose fruit forward uh, not very tannic um but uh but very very tasty and i'm i'm uh, once i started this pairing i was a little worried that the uh the wine was going to run the cigar over but as we work our way through and the cigar builds up a little bit of that i actually get to focus on it now that i have (laughs) now that i have connectivity uh it is um it's actually working out pretty well so far very nice
2: uh, yeah, I, I I don't want to geek out on it. We've gone long enough. I, I think the only thing I, I would like to add is like because we're smoking a cigar called Grand Cru. Is the Grand Cru is is that that upper shelf? So the same winery will have uh, uh, several wines that aren't the Grand Cru, and then a whole line kind of extension, if you will. And and it really is part of the uh, landscape and where those vines are. You know, up on the the crown of the hill kind of thing so it's it's that upper echelon so uh, i think it it is uh telling you know a a little bit with davidoff um you know using that that denotion that naming convention on this blend specifically to robbie's point is is an inference of like this kind of higher tier um which is funny though i i tell you robbie because i think um and, and, you know, maybe I'm getting it wrong, but it's it's mostly my just reading of uh, of it's my perception of how other people refer to the white uh, labels um, for Davidoff. I feel like Anniversario is t- typically like seen as one of the more refined within that line um, where where the grand crew might be a little bit more of a entry level where it's it's almost like it's not quite ha- have that same elegant. Like stature, maybe that, that like an anniversario or a millennium have. Um, but, but what I can tell you in just comparing those three, the millennium and the uh, and, and the anniversario, I do find that those are, are um, even more mild. Um, uh, than this one, you know, th- this one. Um, and, and I'm only going to read this because I find it so so true, but they literally describe this as a medium body with woody, nutty, and slightly spicy. Uh, character that uh, that emits a very refined aroma. Um, Dominican cigars. So, so you know, talking more about the theme of the segment in general. You know, Dominican cigars are are the cigars that people um, think of when you say mild and creamy. Like, you know, we use that term all the time in right. cigars that, uh, that some cigars have this creamy texture to them. Um, obviously, you know, the folks that, that follow along on this show are, are of the more sophisticated cigar smokers in the world. Um, so that's not a foreign term uh, for our audience. But it is kind of funny when, when you run up against someone that isn't as, uh, as well versed in, in the premium cigar um segment as as we in our audience are that, that creaminess like, like for people to hear that there's creaminess in a cigar is kind of like bewildering a little bit they don't quite understand it and so like i just wanted to say that you know we, we talked so much about texture and in earlier episodes as we were discussing um you, you know we use the term viscosity a lot for heavier more more uh, um thicker bodies and beers and whatnot but you can, you you not only get, um, and it's it's not like it tastes like sweet cream, but it gives you a similar sensation on the palate that the smoke it literally like creates this creamy sensation, and um, and it's one of the reasons I want to start with this cigar because I think this cigar has that creaminess and spades, um, and like if if there's anyone that isn't super clear on like what creaminess is in a cigar get your hands on one of these and and just think about that texture think about it the way it feels as you roll the smoke in your, in your mouth and over your tongue uh it comes out uh pretty predominantly in my opinion in this cigar and then also has that like great woody that uh that um toasted bread like i i totally think of like the outer part of a baguette um that that it, it's just such a pleasant light um you know, flavor, but then it also, this is to me one of the spicier uh, white labels. Now, I'm not as versed on the white labels. I know Eric, you, and Jordan all have smoked a ton more of the Davidoff white labels than I have. But to me, the ones that I've been introduced to, this one is definitely uh, a little bit kicked up. Spice character—it's nowhere near the spice that we talk about when smoking a Nicaraguan cigar, for instance, where we talk about that—that that black pepper that like gives the, the sting in the nostrils. But but it re- really has more of that white pepper, that gray pepper, less of the baking spices, I would say. Like I don't get that cinnamony um, note necessarily. That that uh, that I often get when I'm re- referencing baking spices, but like very specific to that, like white pepper maybe just the faintest of nutmeg but um but it's it, it's
1: all very well in balance it it
2: really big fan of
1: this cigar so randy one of the uh companies that makes uh french bread here in the bay area is called semi freddies and i don't mm. know if you're familiar with semi freddies they have but a our local safeway and uh, i i i've been known to pick up a baguette or two and uh you know just kind of gnaw on that with a block mm. of cheese and i'm just a happy camper um, but um, there's an image for you. Um, but uh, they also make, it's a, a sweet a sweet French baguette, and it's mm-hmm. seeded. So it's got seeds on the outside. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of different, like poppy seeds are on there, I think. There's sunflower seeds on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's fennel seeds. It's the only other seed I can think of. But there's a bunch of different uh, seeds encrusting the outside of this bread. And that's oh. what this reminds me of. There's Mm. that you get that crust, you get that nutty kind of note. And there's a little bit of spice that comes from that. Not a strong cabinet spice, like you were saying. Totally agree with you on that. Uh, And it's like just a little white pepper. It's not hot. It's uh, it's bright. Uh, It's definitely present on the retrohale. Um, It works really, really nicely with it cut through uh, some of the uh, heaviness of the red wine. Uh, specifically, but uh, yeah, I completely agree with you on on this. I think it is one of the spicier ones, and it is one of the stronger Davidoffs uh, that are of the white labels, anyway. Right. Um, right. I always loved the Millennium, uh, mm-hmm. and I loved that back in the day. And then I recently revisited, it and I was like, "Wow, this is a lot more mild than I remember it being." Yeah, and I don't know. I don't think they've changed that blend at all. It's just my palate's changed, I guess, and my you know my my, my uh, ability to smoke and things that that, that uh, impact me as far as the nicotine is concerned, but. Uh, definitely mild on the flavor, definitely mild on the strength. This is maybe medium minus, yeah, mild plus, depending on what it is you're used to. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I, 100%. I,
2: I think the Millennium, you introduced to me, um, and you had kind of told me that uh, – that the, the Placencia tobaccos were were kind of like your your wheelhouse at the time. This is a few several years ago now. It doesn't sound like a uh, sentence
1: I've ever said, but not that I disagree with it. I just can't imagine ever saying that. It's yeah, just,
2: I, 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 it was, <laughs> it was early on when we were hanging out, and you were trying to make it uh, understandable for me as I was, uh, as I was geeking out on a lot of Agar Nors, a uh, cigar. I was or, trying to uh, get tobacco. you to smoke
1: milder stuff. That's for
0: sure.
2: You were, you were, yeah. This was before I ever smoked any Connecticut's to speak of. I was all Maduros all the time. Like even a sun grown felt mild to me at the time. Um, and 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 yeah, going from you know. And, And, you know, I always tell the story that I started uh, my smoking journey um, with a Davidoff, but it's uh, but it it, and and that's, you know, I keep referencing white label. uh, You know, we make that (laughs) distinction. I'm not going to stand here and say that I'm I I have the whole portfolio memorized. But like the clear distinction within the um, the portfolio of Davidoff is they have this whole line of black label stuff. that's all newer. That's part. uh, That's the escurio. That's the late hour. That's the Yamasa, the
1: Nicaragua, uh, yeah,
2: the Nicaragua, I think actually is the first one that launched in the black label line, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But but that that newer black label line is much more full flavored, full bodied, you know, kind of more on on online with some of those Nicaraguan cigars that we smoke so much of. And um, so. So, yeah, the white labels of Davidoff, if you want that Dominican uh, flavor, if you want that creaminess, white labels, definitely uh, the direction I would recommend going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny. This. Uh, I mean, we're not going to get into the pairings here uh, too much, but um, I almost have like a. Now I have that get in my head, and I feel like I'm putting a little jam on it with this with this pairing. It's working out really well. That white pepper spice. I'm I'm getting down towards the towards the label here, I'm mm-hmm. having some burn issues because I got a fan blowing on me just so I don't die. But um, it's uh, it's that. That spice is picking up big time. It, it's it's really, uh, I'm digging the cigar, man. Thank you for, for bringing this to the show. I've never smoked well, this particular size. We're all smoking the number two, which I'm sure we mentioned already is a Corona. It's a five and five-eighths by 43. The thing that I find interesting on the Davidoff website, they say smoke time. What would you say the smoke time for this cigar is, Randy? They always say it's like nothing. I, 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 They're going to say don't twenty minutes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, don't spoil I, it.
2: I, well, <laughs> I, I, I I would I actually did comment these go pretty quick. I'd say anywhere from forty-five to seventy-five minutes max.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, it says thirty minutes, and to oh, me, wow. this is like I'll smoke this for an hour. But you're right; it it is burning quite fast. But again, yeah, I've got it. a fan going, which I usually don't. So I think the uh, the yeah we've already gone twenty in, minutes. You, it's it's going to go an
3: hour
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's true Yeah, you, you know, you say that it's going to go an hour Actually reminds me of something, Jordan Randy! 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 Randy's Cigar Dojo Yo soy Randy Gregg El verdadero jefe de tu programa de gustaciones favorito, Flavor Odyssey. Hoy empezamos en el siguiente capítulo de esta aventura, al Destinación Dominicana. We are honored to be accompanied by all you wonderful people as we venture on our journey through the flavors of Dominican cigars. And as always, We would not be able to do what we do without the unrivaled support of our sponsor, the greatest premium cigar brand in all the world, Drew Estate. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms, at Drew Estate, and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke In. Smoke In in consistently strives to offer cigar enthusiasts the best possible buying experience. This includes industry-leading customer service, mobile-friendly webpage layout, fast and affordable shipping, consistently affordable pricing, and access to the most sought-after cigars on the market today. Smoke Inn's knowledgeable staff is ready and waiting to aid you in your quest to find the perfect cigar. So check out any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations, or find them at SmokeIn.com. <laughs>
4: right, that was the best friend. one. Yet. That was
3: my favorite read ever. <laughs> it's perfect. That was amazing. It's perfect.
2: Ah, uh, uh, I, I I thought you guys might enjoy my uh, my my soccer uh, call there in the middle of the read. <laughs> fantastic, amazing.
1: man! Very well done. <laughs> All right, show's show's over. Show's <laughs> over. That's yeah, that's it. Nothing is, We're done. There's, there's no we, more you can we do. should uh, Just Costanza, mic drop, and get out of here. That was that was exquisite, my friend. Well done. Somehow, thank you, thank you. the precedent is set so high for these things, and somehow you still. Manage to bring the energy and uh, surprise us. Well done. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: I appreciate
1: that. It was quite a compliment. Mm. Oh, boy. Well done. Fantastic. Um, I don't even know where to go from here. (laughs) This is so damn good. (laughs) I had a feeling that since we were going to Minicana, the destination of Minicana, you might might go Espanol on one of these. I had no idea. And I thank you for not telling me. I wasn't prepared for it. That was amazing. The comments are on. (laughs) Randy's on fire. The comments are on fire. This is, um, yeah, yeah. Clayton, this is worth it for us just to see all the comments. (laughs) Never satisfied. Full (laughs) costume next time. I'm into that. That would be pretty sweet.
2: Oh yeah, in in, in my in my chato uh, outfit. Um, Okay, so uh, so so moving right along. So I, you know, when you were um, when you were having some of your technical difficulties earlier. Eric swore that it was by divine fate and intervention That you were going to fall off the show Because he's so excited about his pairing So before we get too much into ours I would love to catch up with uh, with Colorado uh, Again, we've got a Dark and Stormy and a, and a Daiquiri I applaud the effort, gentlemen uh, Getting off the beaten path again As we've talked about uh, getting out of our comfort zone And trying something new and fun um, How are you guys uh, doing with your pairing so
4: far? So the daiquiri is great. You got you to keep in mind, like, with we talked to Scott a while ago, and he was sort of taken aback by the sweetness. But you got to remember, it is a daiquiri, so it's going to be sweet. And uh, I think the pairing is fantastic. I love it. That little bit of citrus, you know, kind of clears the palate. Uh, the rum obviously goes great with Dominican cigar. And then the sweetness kind of helps with the cigar as well. Because one cool thing about – you guys were talking about the, the cigar – like they're all Dominican cigars, typically have that same sort of like nutty, cedary, woody type flavor, right? But uh, the Davidoff, they the, the reason why they they tend to be a little bit more money is they do add this l- level of complexity. And in this particular cigar, you get a little bit of a gamey kind of note, like in the retrohale, mm-hmm. almost like lamb or something like that. It, it it's a almost a it's a change of pace, like halfway through halfway through as you're retrohaling. That's why Davidoff cigars, to, in my opinion are worth the money because they offer you something other than just that sort of that one note of like nutty, cedary, woody type flavor, which I like. I love that note. But um, Mm -hmm. every every Dominican cigar has that. And I really appreciate this cigar because it does offer this other kind of uh, irony red meat uh, flavor on that on that retrohale, which is really good. I I give my pairing uh, a thumbs up. I love it. Absolutely. Jordan, what do you think of yours?
3: Uh, It's pretty dang good drinks super refreshing um the only thing that's throwing me off a little bit is i i drink um kentucky mules like almost every day and so now almost exclusively almost every day switching over to the rum is like is kind of throwing me off a little bit even though it's not a mule mm. it's it's more so just the ginger beer in the rum. um but it's very refreshing um they're both evenly mashed in terms of body the drink might might have a little more body in the, than the cigar Cigar has the floral notes, um, like uh, buttery crackers. Um, and you guys are right. It's it's spicier Davidoff than normal. Tons of white pepper and the ginger beer and the drinks really bringing that out, which I like. Oh, wow. Very spicy, um, but, but, but buttery and sweet at the same time. I'm really liking this pairing. I could have done better, I think. Could have done better, but I'm going to give it a thumbs up.
1: Nice. Okay. Hey, nice. hey, Jordan. What is the recipe when you make a Dark and Stormy? Dark and Stormy is one of my favorite cocktails, and uh, but I think I've kind of bastardized the recipe a little bit. And there's, I make like a Robbie Raz uh, a Dark <laughs> well, and Stormy. Well, this one, I,
3: yeah, one. I don't do it all, uh, t- enough to know my own recipe or anything. This one was, uh, it was four ounces of the ginger beer, and then half the half parts of the rum, and then it was optional to do just a, like a a little squeeze of the lime. It wasn't like actually part of the drink, but I did just a little bit of lime.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I do mine. I do that three, two, one kind of sweet spot for cocktails. Um, and, or no, t- sorry, this one's two, one and a half. Uh, it's, uh, I go two ounces of the rum, um, one ounce of lime and a half ounce of simple syrup. So I, I'm heavy oh, yeah, on the simple lime syrup. Mine. Yeah. I and I put a little syrup. simple in there and oh, then yeah. just, I don't really measure the, the, uh, ginger beer. Ginger just, beer. Right. Just to top, taste. Up, top it off. And and uh, and that's and th- th- I can have like six of those. I just love that cocktail. Um, but I, I think the way that I make it is a little too fruit forward. To uh, I think the way that you have it going is probably better for the cigar. So just and the curious, fever
3: tree is the best. Spicy. The best ginger it's, beer. And I've noticed since I do so much of this, it's so much better in the glass bottle than the can. I don't know why. It's like twice as carbonated mm. and spicy in yeah. the can. I don't know why.
1: I,
2: oh, I, to- I totally agree. You you know, in the bottle, there's actually like, um, the uh, yeah, yeah there's ginger like sediment you in the bottle it, yeah. that, that, that you don't find in the in the can. I, I totally concur be? with that. I, I, I drink fever tree for my tonic and my uh, and my ginger beer uh, basically exclusively at this point. I've gone all yep. around the, the horn with uh, with cock and bull and uh, mm-hmm. Bundaberg. Um, but fever tree is it just it, it's it's less sweet, more spicy. Yeah. I, I, I really yeah. I really like that about I the agree. fever tree.
3: It,
1: the, the cock and bull and the Bundaberg especially are super sweet. Uh, I go yeah. with the reeds, the Jamaican. Uh, that's oh, good yeah, yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's a good one. That's just good find one, that yeah. one at Safeway. That's got the the jumblies floating around at the bottom there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have uh, some fever tree today, Randy, and this was actually pretty good. It was uh, a shandy, but it was with um, allagash white. So like. 80% of the glass is Allagash White. And then, I don't know, top it off with, uh, with a Fever Tree um, ginger beer. And then mm. uh, squeeze a lime.
3: Woo. Oh, it was guys, super nice. refreshing. Can I add super one more refreshing. note to the cigar? Mm. Uh, I forgot do. to mention, it has like, um, a very dairy-like, uh, tangy dairy kind of flavor that really reminds me of like mm. a creme fraiche.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's. I was totally. It's, it's nice funny reference. you say that because I was I was it's, thinking more like sourdough bread, but the yeah. same kind of vibe.
3: I was almost going to say cream cheese, yeah. but it's a little tangier Not than quite that. that far. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay.
1: Yeah, I like that's that. th- that's cool. cool. That's and the the gamey quality, uh, Eric, that you mentioned. I think I get that, but I, I think of it more as just like a salty character. I think you took it like two or three steps further than my palate is prepared to do. So very very well done.
4: Well, it's um, possible too that you know your your drink our drink pairings could be you know yeah, changing our perception mm-hmm. uh either yeah. way yeah you know, I all think right, regardless well, so, we could
1: say this is a damn fine cigar oh yeah and yeah. uh the, the depth just the depth of flavor uh, given yeah. all the different the different notes that we've pointed out throughout the show um that I've been here for anyway uh has uh, has been pretty impressive i mean it's it's quite a laundry list of things uh, that we're, we're waxing poetic about the cigar. So, Randy, tell us, uh, I'm curious about your, um, oh, Matt Ty says, I prefer ginger syrup and soda instead of ginger beer. I'm you're also lazy. That, that to me sounds, not. that's less the lazy. opposite like you're of making lazy. Me. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a little more so credit there, What Chief. I like to do uh, is, is I,
2: I, I like to go and harvest my ginger just before <laughs> sunup. But I'm lazy. But no I'm like. lazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. One last um, you know uh, point to follow up on on your uh, comment that yeah, organically we all keep wanting to jump in with more uh, flavor descriptors. Uh, right. so one of the things that I gotta say in the early days of me not smoking uh, lighter uh, cigars was I was falsely, very falsely, under the impression that complexity. Um, was uh was a struggle for lighter cigars that you found more complexity when you had more full flavored like you know flavor bomb which is what i was smoking and and now that i've learned to appreciate these more subtle flavors um the, the complexities, like you said, I mean it's a it's a laundry list. I mean we could just go on and on about the different layers of flavors and like as 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 the cigar smokes. To Eric's point, uh, the transitions in it. Even on a small ring gauge like this, they've done a fantastic job of giving some complexity and some transitions there. Um, so we've obviously spoken more than enough about the the flavors of the cigar. I'm gonna talk a little bit about how, how that's going with, with my um, with my my beverage. I'm I'm really uh, I'm really enjoying this I think the intensity is really spot on the uh, acidity coming from the lemon was a little bit more than I expected uh, from the cigar which is um, kind of a, a nice um, contrast to the cigar as you do have more of those savory salty woody you know buttery bread toasted bread kind of notes and then you have this brighter characteristic a little bit of citrus from from that lime definitely also have some nice complexities of depth coming from the sweetness of the bourbon, the oak aging of the bourbon, and then that maple syrup uh, shot that's in there um, gives that that kind of richness and depth that I think is really um, kind of, it, like, without that maple syrup, or if it were, um, you know, clear rum instead of the bourbon, I think the citrus um, and beer flavor might, um, might mute, might mute. So, so some of the characteristics in the cigar. And I think that that bourbon uh, character and that maple syrup character are really allowing for, for those bready and woody characters to really remain and fight through that citrus. Um, you know, as you know, Rob, you know, it, citrus can be so palate cleansing and like wipe out those flavors. And, and I think that, that, that the sweetness of the maple syrup is toning back that citrus effect on uh, on my palate so as i I take a draw of the cigar and then i take a sip of the beer while there's still some like refreshing nature from the citrus it's not cleansing my palate it's not wiping it out i still have those um those cigar flavors um and and so far this is working out really well
1: you gonna go thumbs up or thumbs down or we not there yet (laughs)
2: Oh, if we're there, this is a this is two thumbs up for anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounded like it, but I was just I wanted the uh, you know I, I need the I need the graphic, Randy. I'm a need visual learner. I, I need the. <laughs> Look at that. I need the <laughs> I'm gonna leave that I up the whole rest of the show. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I, I was really pleased. Randy would not tell me. I asked him like multiple times before the show. He wouldn't tell me what his pairing was. I'm really pleased that you're revisiting that cocktail because that was that was one from. That, that wasn't last season. I think that was the season before. No, I, uh, yeah. season three, maybe one of the uh, season three, season yeah. four. Uh whenever we did that, uh, neither you nor I are big on beer-based cocktails. It's just right. it's never really been a thing. We're beer guys. Uh, so it's, it's hard to put other stuff in my beer. Like today I had a Shandy, totally. which I would normally never do. But, man, it was delicious. I'm going to have to bring that into, the, uh, into a, a pairing here. That might have worked pretty well with this particular cigar, especially with that Allegash White. It has that nice flavor to it. Uh, that yeah. could have been an interesting pairing. Kind of a combination between what you're doing and what Jordan's doing. Um, sort of maybe yeah. throw a shot of rum in there see what happens i don't know maybe so cool. I, don't know about it. Um, I feel like we have to reference old school in every show and uh, I, I think we do a pretty good job of it it tends to be the same reference but i'm cool with that um the more i smoke this cigar man the 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 flavors that rest on the palate it's it's that white pepper that rests there it's more of a flavor than a heat there's um that uh, bread crust that's become more of a sourdough bread crust for me. As Jordan was talking about that sweet cream, I'm definitely getting that vibe. Uh, but there's a lot of cedar. The cedar is really, really coming out. And there's yep. c- I get some cedar notes from this particular uh, wine as well. And it's, it's bringing in... They're kind of combining to give me this vanilla quality, uh, probably, I mean, like uh, oak-based quality, really, that's coming from the aging of the wine, I would imagine, and a little bit from the cigar as well. That bright that's well, it's not really bright fruit. That's not really—that's totally wrong. It's dark fruit, deep black cherry, uh, is is pairing very, very nicely with some of the—with uh, the that cedar aspect. Um, one of the things I said when I was picking out this wine—I don't know if you guys could hear me earlier, but— um, We went to a a wine shop in Oakland that my wife recommended, but it's all wines that are sourced organically. So if if there's anything in the wine that's inorganic, they're not going to have it at this particular shop. And this was the only Bordeaux that they had in stock right now that is 100 percent organic. Um, Not really a selling point. I mean, it's a selling point for me, I guess. It's not something I seek out, but good for them. Um, But this was the only one that they had. And one of the flavor notes they had was sweet tobacco. And there is that. There's that cedar. There's kind of a sweet, uh, earthy sweetness coming from this wine, along with the flavors from that. A little bit of tartness from the black cherry. Uh, There's definitely some more of a black pepper, I think, coming from the wine. Um, I was worried that the body was going to not match up, Uh, but the the deeper I get into the cigar, the more the body matches up. Right right off the top, uh, I, I said this before the show started. And I don't know, Randy, if you heard me, I was like, yeah, this pairing is going to be a disaster because the 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 fruit was really, really heavy on the wine. Mm-hmm. And the cigar was just kind of like, hey, I'm here, too. Uh, but as I got about an inch into the cigar and finally got a, a good burn going with the wind and everything, um, the body has really picked up. And it's it's more of a med- like a solid medium, I think, for me in body now um, and in strength. It's it's not a medium minus. There's a lot happening in this cigar. Um, long story long uh, this is a uh, this is a definite thumbs up for me. I'm super impressed that the cigar was able to stand up to the wine. Um, I don't drink a lot of merlot uh, or at least I haven't I'm branching out in the wines that I've been drinking but drinking a lot of dry riesling lately Randy and it's very well, delicious um, yeah. but uh, yeah I don't drink a lot of the uh, of the right bank uh, Bordeaux wines so uh, this took me a little bit out of my comfort zone but lots of fruit. A little bit of spice, uh, and that cedar is really on both sides. A little bit of an oaky character that's bringing in some vanilla. Super, super uh, enjoyable. I'm really, really digging this. I was a little bit surprised to see this was the pairing that they recommended, but uh, good on them because they got it right.
3: Well, I'm glad that worked out for you because it does seem like yours was the hardest to pull off. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, you, you I, went, I went for, yeah, I yeah, went for a, something different. A white wine or something, but yeah, with the red wine, it'll be a little harder to pull off. Glad that worked out. Yeah.
1: I think maybe like you'd have to go with if you wanted to do a white wine with this, like a heavily oak Chardonnay. But I don't think that would be very good. Yeah. I don't it think is. That would work this at is all.
3: this has got to be the strongest white label of the Davidoff line. Yeah. Well, yeah, and what's kind of interesting,
4: Robbie, it. is the fact that your the red wine goes so well with it, and I'm picking up like that meaty that meaty gamey note right. and those that two th- sense. things do yeah. typically go yeah. really well together
1: and so it's funny did you, it's when you said gamey you said lamb specifically right yeah yeah i did yeah mm-hmm. and that was they they recommend a pairing as a as wow. a specific lamb dish that i cannot oh. pronounce um and duck confit so um Ooh. i think there is there is something there uh, when you talk about that, because ducks gamey too. Talk about that gamey yeah. quality. That's that's right. interesting. Yeah. Now Anybody the audience doesn't
2: know what true duck confit is. Seek it out. It is gout in a mason jar, God. and the most amazing thing that you'll ever experience. The,
3: in our 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 digital audience is wanting to hear from our physical audience on their experience. Let's head over there, boys. Let's how did go. you like the daiquiri? Uh once it actually
1: thinned out a little bit with the ice that I had in it, it was just a little bit syrupy for me to begin with, but really nice once it just thinned it out a little bit. Scott it sounds refreshing. like he's drunk. You might have too many on a Wednesday I wish. No thanks, but I don't need that kind of hangover. But no, it thinned out, it was it's good. Alright. It's turned into a nice pairing.
4: What'd you think, Maddie?
1: Uh I, I really liked it. It's
3: definitely one of those drinks I'd rather have on a really hot summer morning by a pool wow but um yeah once i once you said it was a daiquiri i was like oh yeah this is great (laughs) (laughs) what is this
1: uh, as long as I know it's a daiquiri. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> so uh, so Vegas next year uh, yes, daiquiri daiquiris, breakfast. Daiquiri daiquiris by- all around daiquiri
3: breakfast
4: uh real quick before we get to the voting uh earlier I put up a poll uh what's your favorite mm-hmm. uh, cigar country of origin and Nicaragua won hundred percent not no no, oh just, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, no other country even got nah. got a vote so just don't mess just, around bro. Just are, are you are you dead serious yeah I'm dead serious. <laughs> Oh my in, gosh!
3: And <laughs> <in> Destination Dominican. <laughs> I around.
4: Uh, no, I'm not. We're
3: on Destination no. wow. Dominican. All right, um, let's go head over to. There was only, I can only find three pairings. Sorry if I missed you guys. Um, but I could only find three pairings this week. Um, All right, let's do We it. are looking at Bill Powers with the Grand Crew with a cold brew, Randy's mm. secret sauce, Ooh. and a splash of Bailey's to kick it up wow. a notch. Ooh.
2: What is Randy's wait, secret
1: wait. sauce? Yeah, what's what's the that, secret sauce? to that
2: that's that, that's my uh, that's my coffee creamer. That's equal parts uh, uh, evaporated milk, condensed milk, and uh, just a touch of vanilla. Okay,
3: you call it a mm. sauce? Is it a sauce? No,
1: Cookie? I I I don't. But I love it, Bill. Yeah, you. Right. This is where I can make it weird, and I say, yeah, I've had. This is where I get to make it weird, and say, yeah, I've had uh, Randy's <laughs> secret sauce. It's delicious. Um,
3: Unbelievable. All right, uh, what's the next one? Kevin Akev. He's doing uh, Grand Cru paired with a Room 101 Gym Boofy Chico, which is gin, lime, juice, a splash of simple syrup, and a splash of bitters topped with a Topo Chico.
2: Mm. Okay. Mm. Nice.
3: And then, Barbara A. Cuff pairing a Grand Cru with a spicy chai tea.
2: Mm. Ooh, oh, I that's like
1: interesting. That. That's cool, right? That's I interesting. Do. I, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that will be the best one, but that's the one I'm most intrigued by. Right. I don't think there's yeah, any bad I'd- ones. Yeah, no. but I I am just gonna start. I this go off with my, my as
2: as you as you should. It's a smart man. No, I I think the chai tea is a fun idea. I love that. Yeah, and yeah I applaud that. But my vote has to go to Bill C D. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: Bill Bill gets uh, my vote as well. I was uh, Randy. The other pairing that I was considering here and that I wanted man. to go with was the um, the Guinness cold brew uh, mm. stout. Which yeah. is, I don't know. I've, I've had that on the show, or I, I looked to see if I haven't paired that officially on a show yet. And I thought a coffee would go really nicely with this. So, spoilers, you'll probably see that later in uh, Destination Dominicana, but I didn't do it this time. I'm really glad I stuck with the wine. Uh, but yeah, Bill uh, definitely gets my vote, I think. But all three of those yeah, he, are really interesting.
2: Yeah, they, they they all sound like like great pairings. Um, let us know, guys. Uh, Barb, Kev, uh, how those are treating you, you guys? Tell us wh- what what you're having. Uh, maybe we should start having them give us a thumbs up, thumbs down on their own pairings as well. But uh, but but oh, for me, good. what what really pushed uh, Bill over the edge is the t- the splash of Bailey's, adding that creaminess to the to the drink to pair. You know, I I, I, I wax so much about the. Uh, the creaminess of the cigar early on in the show, I, I, I got to go with, uh,
1: Jesus, you're like a, you're like a child. <laughs> Did I not tell you that the, the winery that makes this is Les Tetes? <laughs> I mean, it's, that's the, the best fact part that of I haven't, the show. Uh, last time I, I haven't been Les chuckling tetes. about that. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, that is... Uh, mm. No, that's, that's, I think... I almost would have done it without the Baileys, but I think the Bailey's is a nice touch. But I don't even yeah. know if you would have needed it with uh, the, the heavy uh – the heaviness of Randy's secrets. No, it's, it's true. Plus, you've got
2: the creamer. <laughs> can can we so all bad. just it's try just and act so like bad. adults
1: for just a few okay. minutes? Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. If Randy's telling us we need to act like adults, we have bottomed out, boy.
2: Well, well, you you can also tell that the shows that I start drinking before the show or if my first drink yep. of the day is during the show it's, it, it also, it is also, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, in all fairness, this was not my first drink of the day. Uh, as uh. I that, that uh, but uh, hey, today off today, Dana and I were finishing up a little vacation that we Ooh. took. Uh, so it was uh, so it's a you. nice way to end it. I always uh, look to forward coast. to the show, as I said. So let's see. What's uh, how did the voting come in? I'm curious to see. Oh, I don't. I don't feel like either of us really threw out like a like threw the gauntlet down with our pairing. Like there was no obvious like Randy going with like a really expensive cigar or you right. know, I'm gonna pair it with Dom Perignon or something like that. You it's more
3: I mean? it's it's tougher to call when we when we have this the cigars, the baseline. Uh I think. Uh but here we go. The ra- the winner is Randy with sixty two percent.
1: Hmm. I
2: think you guys well made done, good choices Six, in your in your 62%. voting habits t- today, um, and uh, I, I highly recommend this. If you guys, especially if you uh, did join, I'm, I'm with Robbie. I think it was maybe season three that we first uh, tried the Beggars Banquet. If you haven't got a chance to try this, um, as we said earlier in the show, it it, it surprised all of us. is a really good cocktail, um, and uh, and again, you know, staying in line, allowing for the cigar to like. Have all of its uh, flavor elements uh, amplified, accentuated? Um, yeah, I, I definitely cosign the sixty-two percent of you that voted correctly. Now,
4: now I
1: sign all the voters who voted for me.
4: Uh, Facebook obviously <laughs> is the vote that we go with. That is the uh, the Bible yes. as far as votes go. Yes, uh, but uh, Robbie's going to like Robbie's going to like YouTube because it, because it was Ooh. exactly opposite. What? Uh, Robbie Oof. won with sixty six percent to Randy's thirty three percent on so, YouTube. So, wow.
1: so our YouTube our YouTube audience is a little more sophisticated, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we we're a little bit more pinkies up with our drinks, and that's great. No, I oh, I, I, I think Randy, I, I never oh, would have thought of that pairing, Randy. Um honestly, I never, it never even would have occurred to me to do that. Uh, but I think that's it sounds delicious, and I want to do it. Uh, so I'm going to have to get my hands on some more of these cigars. But um, I highly recommend giving, uh, giving this a Merlot. You could just drink a Merlot. It doesn't have to be a Bordeaux. Um, uh, drink a, a Merlot-based uh, wine that's got a little bit of that fruit forward. It's not very tannic, uh, but there's a little bit of spice in there, a little bit of that cedar. I mean, I, I can't say go out and buy this specific wine because I don't know if anybody could find it. Uh, maybe you can. It's, if you can grab it, it's it's uh, super affordable it's and it's made delicious. Made by but... List- <laughs> List- <laughs> List- <laughs> I... oh. votes on Facebook. So I would have I would have evened out the sophisticated and unsophisticated at the same time. Uh, no, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> yeah, but <exactly. laughs> uh, but I, I think I think oh, uh, a it's, commenter at some point... here.
3: Sorry, oh, commenter wants to know no, you guys' thoughts on cigar reviewers that can't retrohale. I don't read the last part.
1: <laughs> if you can't retrohale, uh, it's like uh, plug your nose and you eat a steak. Right, right. No, it, it's uh, and.
2: We'll pretend there weren't any names, and this is not personal towards Sorry, anybody. Sorry, I, I saw course. that as
3: I was throwing it up. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do not even this, see the name is, on there, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a personal comment a, a, at all. If if you don't retrohale as a cigar smoker, or you struggle with it, it's worth um, making an effort. To to Ravi's point, you know, I and mean, uh, we always say that that flavor is eighty percent aroma. Um, you know, aroma has so much to do with how we, how we perceive flavor. There's uh, additional flavors that you pick up when you're able to retrohale. Um, it really opens up and brings to life, um, the, the full flavor. Um, and so like I always say when people ask about reviewers, uh, like, you know, flavor is so subjective. You will know, find a reviewer that, um, that has, uh, a similar palette to you and, and yeah. go with what what they're recommending because you know we we don't all say that the same ones are in our top five we, we have different palettes but if you're not even retro hailing um you got to have an asterisk next to that because they're not getting all the flavors
1: available <laughs> randy you could just say it man you're doing it wrong if you're not retrohaling, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it uh, wrong. But think it's about it, it's not like, even that like, hard to do, guys. Like well, it's it is it's an acquired skill. The first it time. wasn't easy the first time. It was cold wasn't cold. easy for me. Uh when when I started smoking cigars, uh, the, most of the things I had smoked before, that I uh I inhaled. And let's just uh, I'll admit it right now, Ouch. I inhaled. Um, but uh not smoking <laughs> or switching to cigars and not inhaling, uh, it, you know, I didn't start retrohaling probably for like the first year that I was smoking cigars um but once you start retro it opens up like it's it, it's like those videos where you see the little baby and it's like where they're putting glasses on them for the first time and they get to see their mom like for the first time and the way that their face lights up it's like they had only experienced half of life until they put those glasses on retro hailing is putting glasses on. I, I like that it.
4: one that's a good
1: one you know that is a good yeah you, i don't know commercial seen that referencing video.
2: but i love the i love where it ended up yeah. <laughs> it's it's
1: not a commercial like you see those you, videos you, you know, like it's yeah no, or the They're kid, great. like, yeah, like I, I think of one specifically. It's it. a little girl, and she's it. like, her mom's <laughs> holding her, and they put the little glasses on her, and she like, she starts crying, or like her eyes light up, or the kids who can't, like, they can't hear, and they put uh, hearing aids all in all them sudden. for the first time. Yeah. It's like that. Like, it's a huge. I mean, that's bigger, obviously. It's but this a is a, great h- it's a huge, huge, huge difference. A little it's off-beat, a huge, but, huge difference, but it's a
2: great analogy. It is about I, my that analogy's never
1: of, been on yeah. beat. No, I'm I'm off beat as 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 much as I can be. Uh, but this was a lot of fun i I think yeah. that uh half of our audience got it right but uh, or more right than the other <laughs> half, but that's okay um, Randy, I think we need to do it i don't think we have it built in for this this season, but next season we got to start doing some wine segments where we're we're oh, focused yeah. on maybe maybe we do a red wine segment and we do we focus on a few different varietals uh, and then a white wine segment would be probably a little more difficult um, but I think we should uh, we should do that because not only am I spending time learning about wine um, but um Actually, I've instructed uh, anybody that's out uh, drinking or eating with me if I order a beer to uh, smack my hand and tell me I can't have that and make me order wine so I can learn more about it. But um, Mm. it's my it's my profession now. But um, anyway, uh, I think we should. uh, There's a lot to be to be gleaned, I think, from trying different styles of wine and the the way that it pairs with cigars. There's a lot of of corollaries there that I think we've kind of ignored. Um, as much just like we've ignored scotch, uh, wine segment with Randy speaking in French, he can (laughs) probably do that. Actually, uh, Randy Randy helped found France and lived there,
2: uh, for many years. uh, (laughs) Um, and so I did pick up a little French, you know, while I was
4: there. I don't know what that uh, was,
1: but that was sexy as hell, man. All but, right, boys, what's but, going on on Smoke about, Night Live yeah. this
4: Friday? <laughs> uh, uh, Friday night, uh, we're looking forward to having Christopher Hart on the show. Christopher is the host of the Whiskey Neat uh, nice. podcast, which is also on ESPN Radio. Um, Chris Christopher's had some amazing guests on his show, like uh, Matthew McConaughey, Colin Hanks, um uh, Oscar Nuñez from uh, The Office, like I mean, he has he has everybody on the show. It's it's really really cool show. If you've never seen it, so we'll have Christopher on the show, and he also has his own rye, which is a six year cask strength uh, rye, which is called the Prideful Goat, and we're gonna open a bottle of that and try it uh, live on the show. That's uh, two nights, or that's the day after tomorrow, Friday night.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. That's exciting. I think we Super should do a, a Prideful Goat wild card uh, and maybe pair with, uh, see what you can pair with that cigar, or that uh, that rye randy. What do you think? I like it. I like the name, Prideful Goat. That's fun. It is um, all right, what's coming up uh, next, uh, next Wednesday? We
2: are smoking the Arturo Fuente Hemingway. Uh, I believe uh, all four of us will be smoking the mm. Classic. That's a... Uh, a uh, seven and a half by forty-eight, no, no, six and a half by forty-eight, um, uh, something, something like that. It's it's long and thin. I'm i I'm, I'm excited about it. I think the only Hemingway I've ever smoked <laughs> this is a short story. You know the the classic little perfectos, um, but Hemingway is uh, uh, is. You know, another one of those classic Dominicans, even though it has the Cameroon, the classic Arturo Fuente Cameroon wrapper. um, I'm really excited that the binder and fillers are all Dominican. I'm really excited about um, continuing to discuss a little bit more about uh, the. The heritage and uh, and history of uh, the growth of premium uh, tobacco uh, through the Dominican Republic. Smash that like button, uh, subscribe on YouTube, and check us out for Arturo Fuente Hemingway
1: one week from today. Beautiful, yeah. We missed that part. That was uh, all my fault. In uh, the internet, I will tell you now that I cooled the laptop down. She's uh, she's purring. She's doing nicely. Get the
3: ice pond uh, on there? Yeah. It's,
1: well, it's it's actually in an ice bath. Uh, it's just underwater. <laughs> right uh, that's okay. Um, there's, there is a strong possibility, Randy, that I will go with a Hemingway daiquiri uh, next Ooh. week. Not really positive I'm going to do that because it's got some grapefruit in there, and that might be a little yeah. bit tough to pair with, but we'll see. Uh, that's going to be a lot it. of fun. Looking forward to the Fuente Hemingway. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and sticking with us through the uh, technical difficulties. Randy, thank you for... Uh, for guiding the ship uh, while I was uh, floundering and trying to uh, to get back on the show, appreciate that. Profe- appreciate your professionalism when we all acted like children today. Less today. <laughs> uh, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues. We'll okay.